Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example of why you should not judge a book by its cover. Jackie aims to help everyone, not just females. Learn to dig deep into yourself in every episode and get real with what you need as we figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes, although our wiser higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Here is your host, Jackie Minsky. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're with me for a while, thank you so, so much for coming back. Most of you know if you're with me for a while, I am a single mom, so therefore it's been hard to put out episodes and doing the best I can. I've also been in touch with a few really great guests trying to record content, edit content, and get it all up for you soon. So please, please be patient during such a crazy time. I'm doing doing my best. I have to say I miss recording and I miss the process and I miss the podcast. Would just just missing it so much made me realize my commitment to the show that I'm just super, super excited that I have this outlet to be able to communicate with you guys. So thank you for your patience. And if I missed a week again, I truly apologize. We're living in wild, wild times. I learned so much about myself and I've learned so much about the people in my life just by observing how everybody's handling this. And the other day I posted something that was just light and a little bit of fun. But the more I thought about what I had posted, the more I decided... It was a huge lesson and awakening, and then as Oprah says, it was a huge aha moment for me. I posted something that said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you need to make your bed. And some of us probably have seen this on social media. It's not like I made that up. And then I followed it up with, quarantine doesn't make you lazy. It reveals the lazy within you. And you can replace so many words and you'll get the same thing. Quarantine doesn't make make you lazy, it reveals lazy within you. Quarantine doesn't make you scared, it reveals the fears within you. I mean, we can move this around. Quarantine doesn't change who you are, it just reveals the hero within you. I mean, if you change so much, it's pretty much saying that right now all of us are learning so much about ourselves and the people in our lives. We get to see if people are using this time to eat unhealthy, to make more excuses, or are they working out at home? By the way, to anyone doing the home workouts and posting them, I know some people are making fun of it online. I respect you guys so much. I love my social media friends who are doing the home workouts and challenging each other for the push-ups. And if somebody challenged me to do push-ups, that's one workout I wouldn't do. (laughs) I could do anything else but a push-up. You won't get me to do a push-up, sorry. I don't know why, just ask any trainer that's ever worked with me, a push-up is just not my thing. And anyone who is working out and posting themselves, I give you guys so, so much credit. So if anyone's making fun of it, I hate to say it, but you're kind of hating on the person working out. (laughs) Now, let's get into what I've learned about myself. First of all, I've learned that it's okay 
to be human sometimes that when this first started I overworked myself completely to the point where I felt like I had hit a wall emotionally mentally even spiritually like I hit a dead end I you know my son is home from school now I had to study with him I had to try to keep up with him during the day which usually when he's in school is the time that I would get to work and then by nighttime you know I could unwind here it was 24 7 I was trying to do something so during the day I'd be with my son and then at night I was working had a few projects a few clients that I was working with and it was pretty much almost 24 7 for me in terms of my mind wouldn't shut off and I got frustrated and the more I got frustrated the more frustrated I was becoming and I realized I needed to take a break. So I did something that I, I I know you guys know I really don't do. But I put the TV on. And I watched really good shows. I watched Money Heist, which I love. I watched What If I Finished. Of course, we've all watched Tiger King at this point. <laughs> you know, I just let my mind shut off. And when I realized when I was able to shut off is that that is actually super important to your creativity. What happened to me when I shut off was when I went back into work, I was recharged. Now, being a spiritual person and practicing spiritual practices on a daily basis, because I had the time to do so, and now I was put in a situation where I was going to have to learn to make the time. And it's crazy because I teach this all the time, but now I was really challenged to actually do this in a time where you have to learn time management, especially if you're a parent. You know that when the children, the child is home, it's very hard to get anything done, especially if you have clients, especially if you have extra stuff that you need to get done. So you need to create a routine. Now, I always created routines for myself, but they just had a little bit more time because my son was in school. And now a huge chunk of my day was completely, completely taken from me. And what was happening, as I mentioned earlier, was I had to start working at night, which was really bad for me because I was tired. So I was cranky and a lot of things were just happening to my mental health where I realized it's okay to take a break. So if you're someone listening and you're stressed out, you're overwhelmed, every single one of us probably most likely has a pretty long list of stress. And that's okay. I know it sounds crazy to think that, but that's okay. Because sometimes, you know what they say, sometimes when you step back, you get a clearer view. So I think that's super, super important for us to do, especially now. Not to mention we're home every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You feel like the walls are going to close in on you. So keep a routine. But if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed with the routine, take a break from the routine for maybe a day or two and just have a little bit of fun, whatever that means for you. You know, my son and I, we were doing homework every day and I noticed he was getting a little fussy as well I mean he is four years old and I can't imagine him not seeing his friends with all the energy he has it's very hard for a four-year-old 
I had to change the routine. If you notice that a routine can be stressful, you need to change the routine. There's actually a quote that I love, and this is like the perfect time to read it to you guys. If you think adventure is dangerous, try routine. It is lethal. And ironically enough, we found things wrong with our everyday life before, whether it was work, whether it was petty little arguments with people, whatever the case may be, we thought that was dangerous. And then we got put into serious everyday routines where we are starting to feel like caged animals. <laughs> That's more, more harmful to our mental health to be cooped up. So I just want to say, change the routine. And if you don't have a routine, if you're just winging it and if you're pretty much watching tv all day and eating junk food that's gonna stress you out also for the reason because your mind your conscious your subconscious is observing you right now which means it's it's picking up on the things that you're doing on a daily basis it's observing your habits and if you start to feel guilty if you overate, if you didn't work out, if you're not doing enough, if you could be doing more, what starts to happen is you start to get angry with yourself and then you start getting angry with others. Why that happens is because your mind is now saying subconsciously, on a subconscious level, I'm a failure. Look at me. I'm a failure. I'm failing. I'm failing. I can't do what I want to do because your conscious and your subconscious are always fighting. So on a conscious level, you could be eating bad, not working out, binge watching TV shows and eating unhealthy foods. But subconsciously, you want to make the best of this time, but you're not. So your subconscious is saying, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm over here trying to make you into the best version of yourself, which is all we could really do right now. And you're not even taking this opportunity. You're a failure. And that subconsciously will get implanted into your mind and it will make you much more, much more sad, depressed, anxious about the future. What else I have learned is that actually uncertainty is the road to discovery. We are in a very uncertain time, individually, globally. This is a very uncertain time for each and every single one of us. There's beauty in that, of course, because we're all in this together, as I do say over and over again. But uncertainty is the road to discovery. Why? When you are at this point and you're uncertain on what to do next... I say this, and if you're with me for a while, I have to repeat it. If you're new to the show, then you have to take this into consideration. Get still, get clear, start to hear yourself. Start to really listen to what your body is telling you. Do you feel like you're not healthy enough? Do you feel like you could be doing more? What can you do for yourself? How can you love yourself more in the time that you have right now? Especially if you're someone who had a 9 to 5 and didn't have time for yourself. Here's the time you said you needed. Right now, please, if you're in an anxious state of being, I really need you more than anyone. Try to still your mind. Now, 
for a lot of people, getting the mind to be still is a really hard process. Even after years of practicing meditation and practicing being still, there are moments of anxiety that do take over and there are thoughts that replay in my mind, especially anxious thoughts that always try to get the best of me. That's just human nature. That's okay. But if you're someone who's never, never even attempted to still your mind because A, most of most of society is constantly always doing something. TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone. TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone, TV, phone, blah, 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 blah. Noise, 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 noise. I hope that doesn't, <laughs> I hope that sounds okay when you hear this. But that's really what's what your mind is listening to. Blah, 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 nonstop. <laughs> really, that's what it sounds like. This is why when I meet a new friend, I love when someone tells me they still read books. Because if you can just put the noise away, put the phone away, turn the TV off and read a book, you're just a little step closer to being able to still your mind. Now, funny story, uh, I started getting interested in reading when I was 20 years old. Uh, For myself, in school, of course, they made you read for homework. And in college, of course, I had to read for classes, but I'm talking about for myself, I started at the age of 20. Now, what happened when I decided I wanted to become a reader, and I've had this conversation with one of my good friends recently, because they don't like to read. Now, there's no such thing as not liking to read. Reading is disciplining yourself. And let me just bring this story up because I think it makes sense. I, the first book I ever decided to read was Elizabeth Gilbert's Eat, Pray, Love. Now, I talk about this book a lot because there's just so much that I learned from Elizabeth Gilbert in the book. The movie was great too, but I do think the book was much more in-depth. And I obviously saw Elizabeth Gilbert on Oprah, and I loved her story, so I got very interested and I wanted to read her book. First page, or first few pages, I don't remember exactly, I remember I would start reading and I would zone out. I have to be present, and this is what reading does. It teaches you to be present. If you're a reader, you know exactly that feeling and how amazing it actually is when you can be present and really into your book, because then the fun just never ends. You get so into the book. But if you're a new reader, like I was when I was 20 and I was trying to read my first book, I was zoning out. I would read a page and as I was reading, I was reading the words, but I was thinking about something else. Now, that's not being present in the story that you're reading. That won't give you the same experience. And reading is actually an experience because you're present with what you're reading. So your imagination goes into what the book is telling you versus your own thoughts. So the book is controlling your thoughts versus them running wild. Meditation is very similar in my opinion because in meditation you need to become still and have no thoughts. You have to focus on your breathing. So every time that I was reading and I zoned out, I had to take myself back and go back a page and reread and train myself, teach myself to be present and one with the story. Meditation is similar. If you are not familiar with meditation, try reading a few pages of the book and seeing if you can just be very still and very present with what you are reading. If your mind drifts off, 
go back and start all over until you are only focused on the words you are reading. I'm serious. This is a real, real thing that I experienced and it helped me transition into meditation, into stilling my mind when the time came to meditate. And then I remember I would get so deep into meditation. Actually, fun fact, I've heard this before, people that read on a daily basis go deeper into meditation because our minds are trained to be present that's why I love reading it teaches you to be present so I recommend if you're not familiar with meditation I know this is probably like a really weird <laughs> piece of advice and I don't, I'm not sure if anyone's ever said this before but definitely open a book that you might be interested in whether you read the whole thing or not hopefully you do hopefully this is reading 101 with <laughs> Jackie on Stupid Wise Girl. But really try to be present. That's how you'll be able to get still and hear what you need to change, what you can fix, how you can love yourself better, and what you can do at an anxious time where you are starting your journey to self-discovery. And I think that's really, really important, in, especially with what's happening now. As I've mentioned in the previous episode, please don't let fear take over. Please just come out of this a stronger, better, loving version of yourself and be very kind to yourself and notice how people treat you. That's also important. At a time like this, pay attention to the people in your life. How are, what kind of people are they? And when you step out into the real world, do they deserve to step into this new life with you? I think that's super important and I learned this um, this time around changing so much about myself. I became more, much more vulnerable. I became much more softer and I started speaking directly from my heart and there were people who weren't understanding my, my language and I realized those were just not my people and that's okay. That's really okay. Sometimes that's okay. But that's why it's important for you to self-discover yourself right now at home, in the comfort of your own home, <laughs> hopefully, and really pay attention to the people of, in your life, how you feel when you speak to them, how you, are they a good influence, are they a bad influence, and what kind of a person do you want to be when this is all over? I really hope this episode helps you. If not, please feel free to send me an email. Let's work at JackieMinsky.com. I'm so glad I recorded this for you. I missed you all so, so much. The emails I adore. Thank you all so much. I appreciate them. Even if you email me just to say hi, email me to tell me how quarantine has been going for you. If you want to vent, if you want to complain, if you want to send me funny memes, I'm all for it. I love you guys so much. Thank you so, so much for tuning in.